0: So we are on day nine, which it's is Saturday. What's the day? It's Saturday. Yeah, it is the twenty second of December. It is, and we have a beer in front of us. We have a beer in the front. It is a dark beer. If you've already poured it, you will see that. <laughs> Just um, no love for you, Pete. Just so straight to the appearance. I haven't done my um, fruit cicerone exam yet, but what? I'm guessing this. I feel no like you have this one. No, I mean, pull it out, fruits, sister, and yeah. you got this. Have, I feel like there's no fruits in this one. Well, it could be.
1: It could yeah. be some stone fruits, maybe some obscure, like, Tasmanian, you know, underground citrus plant.
0: I don't know. I don't know if all this stuff. If any fruits, I would say kind of like raisins or dried figs, but not too heavy. I'm getting, like, roast malts and coffee and chocolate. I'm getting chocolate, definitely. I'm not really
2: getting much coffee. I'm getting a lot um, of chocolate.
0: Bit of sweetness. Little bit of sweetness on the palate. This is lush. Mm. And the smell as well, it's just...
2: Got a tiny bit of vegemite right at the beginning, but now it's kind of
0: like mm. chocolate caramel. Mm. Yeah, I got chocolate that too. Coffee. It's it's like burnt when you get
1: that burnt yeast thing. It kind of it hints yeah. hints of vegemite. I'm getting kind
0: of That's I'm like getting alcohol those as well, isn't it? yeah I'm getting those pastry kind of flavors, but I don't feel there are any pastry additions. It's not like a super sweet, um, super dry actually. Yeah, it's kind of dry. Yeah, yeah. there's some bitterness
2: I'm, in it. You know? I'm feeling like right, yeah. sort
0: of like an export stout almost. Or like a brown ale? That's very bitter.
1: Um. So, obviously it's dark. Obviously that kind of narrows it down. But, I mean, for those of you who are playing along and aren't really familiar with tons of styles, just because it's dark doesn't mean it's a stout. And not all dark beers taste the same. Yep. As you, you're you kind of working through, you could be a brown ale, could be this. There's probably 60 things that it could
0: be. Um. I, I happen to know what it is, so that's not really fair. Um. What do we think about the ABV, though? Pretty high. I think it's high. I'd say like high single digits. Yeah, Yeah. nine-ish. You're getting that kind of caramelized malt thing going on? Absolutely, yeah. But still
1: has like a a lot of American hops in it, Mm. I think.
0: Mm. I feel like like it does as well. So
1: here's a fun fact while you guys are tasting away. Everyone's got their tasting face on right now. Um, Did you know that there are more IBUs in a can of Guinness than there are in a pale ale?
0: Yeah, I can I can believe that. Yeah. So that
1: yeah, I've i, I used a use Guinness are would, around 40. Yeah. 40 well, so because the malts. The is uh, yeah, about 25. The nitrogen, yeah, yeah. The the nitrogen, the nitrogen it out, right? Well, because uh, yeah, uh, an Irish stout is actually really, really, really bitter, but it just so happens that you know without the carbonation
0: to. Oh yeah, true nitrogen as well. Yeah, is it, is and it, also
2: I think the malts as well. Is it too geeky to talk about perceived bitterness? No, not at all. So talk about perceived bitterness, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we used to. I think this has
1: become passe as well. Yeah. We used to talk about IBUs, and this used to be the thing, right? Yeah. How many IBUs is it? How many IBUs? IBUs, for those of you who don't know, it stands for International Bittering Units, mm-hmm. and it's basically a measurement for brewers only. All it is is a, measure, a measurement of how much alpha acid is dissolved into the beer, um, it's, a, it's a way for us to measure if we're hitting our, our points w- during the brewing process. It has nothing to do with how bitter the beer tastes, hence the Guinness thing. Um, perceived bitterness, which is what you're talking about, has a, everything to do with how bitter the beer actually tastes as opposed to how high the IBUs are. Also, with IBUs, there's a theoretical limit to what the tongue, the human tongue, can actually perceive. So at, above 80 or so, we really can't tell. So if you got these like beers like McKellar's 1,000 IBU and shit like that, like after a while, it all just tastes like bitterness. And so our, our, we're not that adept. If we were a dog, maybe we would be really good at this because apparently dogs are really good at tasting bitterness, um, which is why they uh, are not huge, fa- huge fans of beer, I guess. <laughs> 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 don't give beer to dogs. <laughs> also, don't give hops to dogs.
2: No, true. That's, an- that's another rule, yeah.
1: Dogs yeah. dogs can't do hops.
2: So so perceived bitterness can be affected by a whole range of things, right? It can be uh, the the uh, the body in in the beer, how how the lack of malty, it be, yeah, and it be the attenuation, how, yeah, how be. attenuated it is, how much is fermented out, basically. Um, could be the alcohol, yep, yeah, the alcohol. Uh, could be the flavors, carbonation level, flavors yeah. associated with bitterness, the type as well. of hops, yep,
1: all kinds of things. In fact, one of the things like that you you find when you start talking about perceived bitterness is that actually like pilsners, like Czech pilsners are. Like, really high in perceived bitterness. Like, they're pretty bitter beers, but they're not actually that, they're not hugely hopped beers. In that, in like, in,
0: they are for a lager, but not for like, when we're talking about IPAs and things like that. But, but there's not very much. But because the alcohol isn't too high and the malt character isn't too high, you do get it more than your standard pale lagers. So, most stouts, especially
1: imperial stouts, high in IBU, but you don't think of them as bitter beers. Yeah. In that respect? So that's a way of thinking of it. I know Tank 6, the batch Tank 6 was in the 70 to 80 IBU, I believe, range. But if that wasn't there, it would just taste like a whole lot of malt. It would. It wouldn't taste very good. You need that bitterness to balance out the maltiness. Mm. Beer is basically a play between the balance of malt sweetness and hot bitterness. At its basic
2: core.
0: So, so that's a good one. lesson for day nine. I
2: know, day nine lesson. And that's one of the really interesting things about this beer is that there it has all those malty flavours, all that kind of chocolate and caramel kind of thing going on, but there's still that bitter whack which you you know, in terms yeah. of perceived bitterness is quite high and is what you'd normally associate with, you know, a lot of hops in there. So would so anybody guess what actual style this is? I I'd say like an American style old ale maybe, like um I don't know. Yeah there's a little bit of yeast character in there for me I'm so like I don't know if it's of, Belgian yeah, I'm leaning away from stout because of the dry like the it's, it, almost it, like
0: it's kind of, it's not it's not the dryness necessarily but the thinness of yeah. the of it's the mouth al- it's almost like a, a multi black IPA mm. I
1: thought I got I got yeah. the black IPA thing Anyone want to take a guess Anyone want to see it is the Prancing Pony Magic Carpet Midnight Ride. Oh, okay. I got it wrong. Oh, wow. Um, that's, that is a stout, isn't it? It is yeah. an Exceptional Expedition Strength Imperial Stout. So that's okay. why we're getting the big bitterness hit. Yeah. Imperial Stouts would be quite bitter. And this is a... I will say, because I know the Prancing Pony guys a, a little bit, and, mm. and he is very much a two-style kind of brewer. Yep. Um, so if he's going to brew an Imperial Stout, he's going to brew one properly. Yep. And so he's not, he's not fucking around with, you know... Forty kilos of cocoa nibs and vanilla pods, like he's making a stout. Which, um, you know, take it or leave it, but it means yeah. that you're getting a proper beer. You got to respect that. Yeah, you yeah. got to respect that. He's playing with he's these guys are from Bavaria. Mm. He's very much a four ingredient kind of kind of brewer. Yeah, you know, so that's that's his his philosophy. And that's, and that's a really good brewery to go to as well. Yeah, oh, it's a good tap room.
0: Um, I've, where whereabouts? South Australia. Adelaide, 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 Adelaide Hills. Hills. Adelaide Hills. Okay, I cool. was there about
1: they, a month I, ago. Yeah, they, they have a huge following in Adelaide Hills. Yeah, cool. Yeah. They put on an Oktoberfest every year that's massive. We actually just did a collaboration with these guys, a dual collaboration. That was your Oktoberfest beers. Yeah. Uh, and one of our our favorite reps is uh, is now working for Prancing Pony, Thomas, who used to work for Sauce. Okay. Who uh, we talked about Sauce earlier. So um, we love buying beer from them. And uh, I really like, I like the idea. Um, I know it'll probably change as soon as I say this, but I like the idea of having... An Australian beer still in 330ml bottles that I can drink, because I feel like they're becoming yeah. really hard a to find. A big Australian beer
2: in 330s, oh, you yeah. mean like What do you mean? It's, a, it's in a bottle, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, it's true. this is so weird. Yeah. So, it, on a point we were talking about on a previous episode, the kind of Imperial Stout style, so, so many of the... Uh, Examples of that we've seen have been in those 750 ml bottles that I guess are designed for sharing. What, what's where? Is is there then a gap in the market for these 330, 375 ml? I I think stubbies.
1: I don't think so because I think that there's a couple of gigantic breweries that still do them. So I know Farrell still does the Boris. Yes. And I know that. um, I'm missing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, who does that? Yeah. Why don't you talk?
0: So, Hargley's Hill, did that lose? They moved the from a 750 mil package into a 330 about a year and a half ago.
1: Okay. And, and uh, what, the other one I'm thinking of, actually, is... Um, uh, I'm just drawing a blank, but I, we have one in the, in the shop that I just bought the other day. and thinking, thank God this is not in a big bottle. Well, Murray's do their ones, but they, they haven't yeah. released them for a while, though, have they? The Wild thing. thing? Yeah, the Wild Thing. Yeah, the Wild Thing. That's what I was thinking of. And about. the Belgian
0: Stouts, uh, whatever the they're called.
1: Okay, here's a uh, I so Prancing Pony to me is one of those breweries that you look at the label and you go I'm not sure about if I want to like this beer so I think they're the perfect and this is why we pick them not mm. because we like them and everything um, that's obviously part of it we pick them because this is the perfect brewery to do a blind tasting of because if you'd have saw this bottle on the shelf you would have you'd not expected like, eh, eh, to enjoy it it's pretty it. plain yeah yeah. I think their branding's pretty boring and yeah. I've told Thomas that as yeah. well Isn't? I don't think it's Quite to the terrible side, but it is kind of plain. So another good point of don't judge a book by its cover because I find inside the bottles they're great beers, they're yeah. really well made beers. They just don't seem to make it to people's mouths mm. sometimes because people see them on the shelf. And they first they go, we got you know. There's 50 percent of the people who are already out because it's not in a can, so they're out. And then there's another 30 percent who are going, oh, I don't really know about the branding, I never heard of them before, I'm not going to buy it. And so like I feel like uh, to drive the point home, try beers out. Don't don't judge everything just by what it looks like because some of the best beers in the world are the ugliest looking beers. Mm. And that's like when you start appreciating beer. Like when I go to a bottle shop, it won't be what have they got. It'll be what haven't I had before? Yeah, and then that is definitely a way to go about it. Um, what's the ABV? What do you guys think? I, I think I know say what this eight, is. Eight nine.
0: I think nine, it's ten. Isn't it? Is it nine ten? Nine
1: percent alcohol Whoa. by volume. So right in the like the mid range of an yeah. imperial stout. Lower it, range for the new Imperial Stouts, but as far as style guidelines, like, you can go like eight and a half to whatever. Yeah. You can definitely like,
0: feel it when you're drinking it, but I think it does a good job of not having that booziness on the nose or anything like that. It, you don't get any cloying sweetness from the That's alcohol. Pretty dry. Yeah, no, and it's a, super quite dry. Hop, especially quite for stout, too. it's really dry.
1: Yeah, I think there's some like New World hops in it, which mm. I found a bit different. Mm. It, might, it, it might even be a bit of late
0: hopping as well, because yeah. it, it's definitely some flavor Is it, is it like an American-style Imperial Stout? Because... I was almost going to say it's from America.
1: I have a problem here because, I, like, you know, th- this has one of those, like, market-speak paragraphs on the sure. side, so I, it doesn't really say anything, anything about, about it. the beer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's really cool and hip, but I just don't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know what this beer is. Sure.
0: It says, dude, it's so smooth. And then below it, it says, dude, it's so good. It, all it says in the front is, like, magic carpet night ride, long flavor. No,
1: no. So <laughs> Prancing Pony, if you're listening, please never, ever remove the words long flavor from your beer. <laughs> Because. Is I've this on every beer? It's on every beer. Oh my gosh. And it's it,
2: like their slogan, it's right? It's their slogan.
1: <laughs> and I think it is the, the best good. slogan. <laughs> because it's so
0: memorable.
2: Yeah.
1: Like anytime you saw the words long flavor, you'd be like, oh, prancing pony. This it, is it, great. It, it's
0: kind of like um, Phil's his Seductively Beer. Yes. Right?
1: But I feel like Seductively Beer was like, as a ju- it was ironically said.
2: This is like it. it no. It's just serious. It sounds like it's gone through Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tim has come throwing fireballs this week.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: So so yeah, long flavor is legit. Keep that forever. Also, uh, Prancing Pony um, does another the quasi-famous beer, which happened to win gold medal at the uh, World Beer Awards. Right? Oh yeah, what was which it? Which is yeah, their India the, Red Ale. Yeah, the Red Ale. Yeah, the, Red Ale. yeah the, the IRA.
0: You know what? I've never had it. Wow, it's yeah.
1: nice. Yeah, it's a yeah, really yeah. nice beer as well. So they, it's not like they're without merit. Like yeah, they they right. they had a beer that finished. Did it win best beer? Yeah, or yeah, did it win best right. st- uh, for the style? I can't remember. I think it won the be- world's think, best beer. Yeah it, won, yeah, it won the best beer of that, that show. Yeah. yeah, which is only like every couple of years. That's a pretty insane award to win for an Australian yeah, beer. Australians have done quite well in that yeah. beer cup. So uh, if you like this beer, what else should you try? Anyone have recommendations?
2: Uh, in Australia, I'm not so really sure, but Fuller's stuff in the UK if you're looking for a classic Imperial Stout. Yeah, some of I would say stuff. the Boris. Yeah, Boris, yeah, for up. sure. Uh, it's so good to have that, like you said, yeah. uh, a, a readily available classic mm. Imperial stout. In nothing a 330. That's, in a 330. Nothing that's been in in a barrel, nothing that's got adjuncts in it. Yeah. Just a classic Imperial stout, which it's just is... harder and
0: harder to it, find.
1: You but know that, what I just I just that's so thought of it. Yeah. I took me like half this episode. Mornington, the Mornington,
0: oh, Mornington Imperial yeah. Stout is three thirty oh, yes, mils yeah. in a bottle. That's a really fun and that's a classic. Well. Yeah, yeah. not barrel oh, yeah, yeah.
1: aged, and they put a vintage on it every year, which is great. I, yeah. I couldn't believe I couldn't think of that for what, but that was a great
0: Imperial Stout. Mm. Also, Red Hill, who is out Red front Hill. There yeah, in yeah. tasting, Absolutely. does uh, an Imperial Stout, which I keep every year. Hargraves Hill, Hargraves Hill is in a seven fifty, but
1: no, he just told us I was in a three thirty now. He said it very lightly, but yeah, it's in 330s now. Yeah,
0: the the. The Hargreaves Hill is fucking awesome as well.
1: So if you yeah. if you're in in into this kind of beer and it's a very specific type of beer, like there's plenty of Australian examples under ten dollars that you can go grab. I think Hop Nation Kalash is similar. Yeah, but now they've changed it up a bit. I th- now it's in five hundred mil cans. Oh, is it? So they've moved it
0: to cans. Everything's in five hundred mil cans. I know, now. bro. Do you even can? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, should we wrap it up? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. All right. All right. Let's enjoy um, the beer. Let's move on to day ten.